And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to everybody. With Morocco, San Fernando. Tune in live at 10.30. And it's all on Broadway. Broadway radio. It's a beautiful day. Uh, uh, have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Radio. Oh, yo, 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 yo. What up? What up? Good morning. Good morning, GM, GM. <laughs> comments are so funny. Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. <laughs> Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. I got my co-host in the house who's looking pumped. Ovi, good morning. How you doing, my friend? What's up, man? How's it going? Good to be back. Dude, I, I, does, it, does, it, does the show feel different when I'm back? It has, a, it has less of the, uh, the late night Ovi vibes with a more... <laughs> More of the the GM energy that I think we need. <laughs> I have to say, I, I must say though, but I mean, I do get you because it's like five PM where you're at when you host. So like, I understand uh, the whole. Yeah, but that's two thirty actually because of the time. Our clocks haven't changed yet, so oh. um, our clocks changed two weeks after the US, after yeah. North America. So. Anyway, I messed up all of our meeting invites because <laughs> obviously Harry and, and Hannah and a lot of our team are in the UK, so all their invites yeah. were for like for for, for and GMT, and it messed up all of our calendars in terms. Internally, <laughs> what does this happen? What do we have to front run you guys on the time change? Like, is there like a reason for it? Is it political? What is it? Uh, it's actually agricultural, I believe. There's a reason why we have daylight savings. Agricultural, yeah. Do you not know that? No, <laughs> no. um, you know, like banning, like canceling daylight saving as a whole at some point. I remember in Quebec and in Canada, I, there were I thought it was something to do with like um during harvest or whatever like farmers having more time to um to get their like daytime activities done but i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm mistaken there hmm. interesting all right well um we'll take that <laughs> moving on <laughs> moving on moving on moving on uh dude uh, i gotta say though uh yesterday uh your your voice was very soothing uh i know i made it for for about an hour uh i definitely missed it <laughs> If you missed the show when I'm away, uh, and I managed to, the plane, I guess, wasn't really planning. So we were out there for an hour, and I got to listen to your voice for an hour, uh, just like so soothing. How was it? Uh, how was it? How was the feeling of having to host at some point when we both rugged you? Because I've been there, and I kind of, I kind of like the fact that you, you had to live that. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, I had to, let's just say I had to pay a bit more attention than I usually do on these shows. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny dude i uh i love that yeah you were you did great though we we got some incredible feedback and the people loved it and i mean yesterday's topics was all about banks and shit so i guess it has to have yeah, this like exactly. you know uh big monotone tone speed of markets i mean wow talk about markets i know we're gonna have a mouth thanks <laughs> <laughs> inadvertently dunking on ovi but anyways 
Anyways, anyways, let me get this YouTube link and pin it at the top for everybody to be able to join the YT link. Um, as usual, uh, we we like to stream on all platforms now. Last night was fun. We had 10 people live on the stream or something like that. Eight, nine, ten, I forgot. But it was crazy. I mean, I see Illa down there. Illa, the producer, was on there with us with Udi, Threat Guy, Ds, and a bunch of other people. It was a lot of fun. But anyways, 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 today on the show today. Day today, we got DJN's market report, crypto, macro, NFT. Lots to talk about. You know, crypto macro wise, the CPI came in this morning at 8:30 a.m. and crypto giga pumped and giga ripped uh, one more time. CPI in, what's in for the market? Meta, <laughs> Meta, get the joke. Um, uh, capitulates and backtracks on NFTs. So as a whole. So Instagram NFTs is no longer uh, in the backtrack. So we're going to definitely talk about that. So what happens also with NFTs here, right? Uh, the NFT market is shaky, shaky, shaky. And there's not that much going on, especially as crypto rips. When crypto rips, NFTs tend to, you know, have this like weird phase as people are, are not sure. And a lot of people are playing the ether. And anyways, and then after this, Rug Radio, Rug Radio, hell yeah. All the announcements, all the good stuff and the PRs and all that will come later after the show. But Rug Radio will be partnering with so rare and i'm talking about rug radio not just the gm web 3 show but we will be talking to you guys about that because we got a whole lot of fun stuff going on uh and a lot of cool stuff happening for you all uh the audience the listeners is everything we do with regards to our partnerships is always as a goal to also be able to reward our, our listeners and whatnot so we got some cool stuff and with that we're also going to be um we're also going to be uh, announcing uh, our sports vertical, uh, Rug Radio, with Buster Share, our creator, with that. So he's going to be coming and talking about this. It's going to be pretty fun. So make sure to smash that like button, like Hefner is saying, if you're on the YouTube, but also on Twitter. And make sure you're sharing, subscribing, following across all platforms. You know what? Because I like our content, and it's really good. And as usual, <laughs> as usual, as usual, the show is presented by Fair.xyz, who have been our title sponsor. And mind you, we have something pretty fun in the works with them. I think on Friday, Ovi. I don't know if you saw the chat. But um, yeah, yeah, we're going to have a whole little competition uh, between OSF, Mando, and I. And, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely check out Fair. I'm going to pin at the top uh, you know, the link to everything. You have a couple of days left uh, if you're trying to launch a collection with them to partake in the giveaway of the Rug Radio PFPs with them. And I think, I'm pretty sure the winners are all going to be announced on this, fr this coming Friday. So there's still some time to go, and uh, it's going to be hella fun. But anyways, 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 that's enough. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. What's the word? Hey guys, so uh, yeah, another big day today. We had um, we got the CPI number. Um, so inflation came in at six percent versus six percent expectations. That's versus six point four percent last month. So we were in line with expectations. We were lower versus the, the annual rate was lower versus last month. And core inflation, which is the inflation rate excluding food and energy prices. Uh, came in at 5.5, which again is in line with expectations, and that's 0.1 percentage points lower than last month's annual rate. So all in all, they're good numbers. Like it came in bang in line with expectations. I think if anything, the fear was that number would come ahead of expectations. So um, we're seeing markets actually rally on the back of that. Um, equities are up 2% on both the S&P 500 and NASDAQ. Interest rates have been a bit volatile. They've actually sold off today, um, and the curve has flattened again. So 
Two-year treasuries went all the way to 4% yesterday. They're now back to 4.36%. So that's like a 36 basis point move in 24 hours. It's another huge, huge move. You don't usually see this much vol in front-end interest rates. Um, So with inflation in line um, and lower versus last month, you would normally expect interest rates to rally on the back of that. But um, given we had this huge mega rally yesterday, we're just seeing that kind of like balance out basically. Um, and then crypto, I, I guess I don't need to tell you guys if you're following, which probably all of you are because we all are exposed to crypto in one way or another, um, is is really, really rallying strong here. Like Bitcoin's up, I, I would say 10%, more than 10%, maybe even we are at 25.8K, so almost 26K there in Bitcoin. And ETH, we're up about 8 or 9%. So 1741 is the level on ETH right now. So both Bitcoin and ETH are... Now at year-to-date highs, they're through the highs that we saw about a month ago. And they're also outperforming pretty much every single altcoin there. Like As I look through the altcoins I've been following... Um, yeah, the NFT... Matic hasn't got the big pump either and stuff like that. You're right. Yeah, like the nft rate stuff is like, you know, Apes at 4.6. That's below where it was a week or two ago. Solana is below where it was a week or two ago. Blur is below, like 50% below where it was a week or two ago. Kanto is like 30 40% below. Matic is the only one that I think is close to where it was, but even then, like it's not, um, you know, it's definitely underperformed. So ETH and Bitcoin really are leading this rally here and they're outperforming everything. Um, people talk sometimes about, um, you know, this this alt season or alt, altcoin cycle, and you know, when the majors go, then the altcoins usually follow. I don't know if we necessarily see that this time because the narrative right now is that like people are not trusting the money in banks and then and Bitcoin potentially is a solution for that. And um, you have this inflation narrative too, which I guess the second thing would be more conducive to an altcoin rally, but um, we're not really seeing altcoins rally that much. And remember like risk assets are still very shaky. So altcoins are like really at the the tail end of, of, of risk assets. So in terms of like the high, the most riskiest stuff. So maybe that's another reason why they're not rallying. And there is like a real, as we discussed yesterday, a real like medium to long-term argument as a, for, in terms of the use case for Bitcoin and ETH. So maybe that's why they're leading. But yeah, you would have done well to have sold all your altcoins into ETH or Bitcoin about two weeks ago. That would have been the move. Um, uh, but yeah, that's where we are right now. Yeah, it's pretty... Um, I mean, talk about it. The market, right? Like, look at this. this I'm sharing. People are... If you're watching on the stream, by the way, I've pinned the video at the top. We're live on YouTube with Ovi right now. But um, I mean, look at this. <laughs> That was as soon as CPI hit. <laughs> Look at the time. It was literally like 8.30. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you have this massive bump. Here's the one-hour chart. And here's your daily. <laughs> you know, it's not bad. And it seems like, um, I know you, sh- you you shared this tweet by Trader Z or something yesterday to me in private. You know, they're saying like 2000, two, whatever. But it's that level, right? This is exactly the level that, that ETH has not been able to break so far. And it seems like it's literally there right now. And it's, uh, you know, ready for blast off. Can you explain to us uh, what came in? Wow. <laughs> wow. It's just like yesterday. Just keep talking. Just do not. Yeah, just keep talking. talking. Yeah. It's almost as if people listen to us and, and buy ETH in the back oh of it. <laughs> Dude, what is, this is literally rallying as you look at the minute. It's literally rallying right now. But quick question. Um, yeah. Can you explain kind of what, like what I asked you last night in private and this morning? The CPI, how it came in, and why it reflects on the market. Um, well, look, the, the CPI, the 
we're at the situation now where the Fed is under even more pressure to not raise interest rates and potentially lower them. Remember, they raised them all of last year because inflation was uh, was rising. So CPI from CPI, you get the inflation number. And if that number is lower, it allows the Fed to be a bit more lenient in its interest rate policy, which is good for markets. So that's why we're rallying, because people are like, oh, CPI um, is in line, inflation is in line. So maybe the Fed can actually come in and like uh, lower interest rates because you know, inflation is becoming is is coming in line with what we we're expecting, and not uh, not staying as uh, as sticky or as high as we we're fearing, basically. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually pretty impressive, and I think your your the the point you're making about the alts makes sense because I was myself looking like because usually when ETH rips and stuff, like I like to see the sometimes play the matic trade because it's usually the easiest one because like usually yeah. matic sometimes follows ETH and 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 rips alongside of it, but. It seems like um, this time, like the narrative is obviously highly Bitcoin driven, and I think Bitcoin, you know, obviously leading, uh, also leads, uh, also leads like ETH into its rip. So it's uh, it's actually pretty, um, you know, it's actually uh, pretty interesting. It seems like Kathy Wood here, Miguel Morales in the, in the YouTube chat is saying Kathy Wood says we're at proof of concept stage between crypto and TradFi. What do you think about that? I mean, I don't don't really know how much I rate Kathy Wood. Um, I think uh, I think she did she well to buy the right. Is it she, she one of well us? To, she kind of is. Yeah, she did well to buy the right stuff during the bull market. Um, she did not do well to take profits and actually de-risk um, ahead of what happened. So um, when something like that happens, you kind of question whether she was actually smart or not about her first stuff, but. Um, she says we're at proof of concept stage between crypto and tradfi. I don't really know. Um, I don't, really, I don't know really know what she means by that. Like, um, I guess I guess what she's insinuating is like because the tradfi systems have broken down in some kind of way. Like, can people actually now use crypto and and use it in a way that replaces some tradfi elements? I guess maybe that's what she's referring to, given the events that have unfolded in the last few days. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, she's kind of right. Like, it is like now's like the chance for all the like shit that's happened in crypto in the last two years or last year. Now's a chance for crypto to really demonstrate itself as like a real use case, um, uh, away from banks. And, uh, we're about to test that proof of concept, I guess. I guess that's what she's referring to. Yeah, it's, uh, it's true. We're definitely there. I mean, look, I'm looking at the other coins, right? Like, it looks like, I mean, BNB is having a good time, right? Alongside Bitcoin ETH, it's up 10 points, but that's about, about Cardano, if anything. <laughs> but you're right. Like, they haven't ripped as much. I mean, Solana only, I mean, only, when I say only, I mean, we'll take an eight point pump, right? <laughs> it's still good. But when you compare it to, it's really, I mean, Bitcoin has been being the narrative because everything that's going on, I mean, I wasn't really there for the most part. I said I haven't or couldn't partake in the chatter between you and Mando as much because I was at the airport and it was loud. But obviously this is a heavy, a fat Bitcoin thesis going on, right? If anything, um, which is wild. Uh, Lido, Lido's, Lido's up quite a bit here. Um, yeah. Top 30 coins at almost $3 here. Oh, Aptos is up 30 points. On the week. Jesus Christ. It's another 17 points today. So I guess the altcoins are ripping today. (laughs) I think they are. Yeah. They're ripping today for sure, but they're still on a two week basis. They've underperformed because most of them are still down anywhere between 10 to like 40% from this year's highs. 
whereas even Bitcoin have actually through this year's highs. Yeah, I'm trying to look. You're right about you're totally right, right? Because like we saw, we saw Ape hit six bucks during the peak of the game. Ape right? Six point two, yeah. Like Kanto was like seventy cents almost, maybe. Blur obviously was like one point two, one point three. Um, you're right. You're right. Matic was like one point four, maybe even. Um, Blur's up thirty percent. It's still seventy. Wow, Blur's yeah. up thirty two percent today. That's today, Blur, right? That's, yeah, I mean, it, it rallied yesterday because. Um, They've implemented it for mobile, or, or they're implementing oh, they? it. For I missed yeah. that. You can actually trade from your phone and stuff, so it's, I think it's mainly up in that. Wow, that's up 30 points. Uh, Apecoin was up too. What's Kanto at? Because I know that's up 15 points. And then you got, what are the other ones we usually follow? We've got Matic. It's up five points today. Solana is still off. Solana was at 23 or 24, right? Uh, year. 20, yeah, yeah, you're right. Almost 22 bucks. Um, and then, of course, uh, ETH. I mean, look, um, you know, the yesterday you shared a tweet with me. What is it? What's his name? Trader SZ? Yeah, that's him, right? Um, yeah. Who was calling for... He's talk, there you go. Oh, he just posted five minutes ago again. So he started, started to scale into ETHUSD swing long trading 2030. Uh, we'll add more as it pulls back uh, in validation below Monday low. And then he just five minutes ago tweeted this out here. See? That's, see, that's, see, that's what I was... Remember that, that thing I was showing? It was actually even weeks ago that we were talking about this uh, on the show. But the ETH chart, literally what he's showing there, when you zoom out just a little bit of that on the on the daily, yeah, you literally see that um, that that how we 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 tend to like not break above here, and it's literally happening as we're on this show. I'm hoping it breaks through it and there's not a resist re resistance. I'm assuming that's uh that's where a lot of people are trying to make sure it doesn't go on top of. But uh, you know, um, you know, just pour one out for Capo, I guess. Um, I did see you tweet about that. I uh, saw so you got blocked, uh, Ovi. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was so funny that, that you got blocked. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought it's so funny you got blocked. <laughs> not nice. Not nice. Um, Mando must be euphoric right now as well. He's not there with us. Um, he got in trouble with the wifey. Uh, you know, we got to make sure Mando does not come on the show today uh, or this week. He's got to enjoy a little little time off. Uh, from that and what is that that you're eating today oh is that one of those like yogurt that's like yogurt and one of the yeah my mom used to put these in my lunchbox every day when i was in school <laughs> but it was the yogurt it was like, so yeah eat, when you get a spoon and stuff you have to like put a spoon in your mouth here you can just like suck yeah like, using a spoon is dreadful right yeah it's like so it's much yeah yeah you know Someone's saying, <laughs> Willie, <laughs> I like the chat when the chat is euphoric. <laughs> Willie SCD says, no resistance until 4,800. Let's fucking go. I mean, look. That's right. That's my guy. <laughs> Hold on. In case of an investigation by any federal entity or similar, <laughs> I do not have any involvement with this group or with the people in it. I do not know how I am here, probably added by a third party. I do not support any members by any actions of this group. There you go. Uh, I think this was important because it's been a lot of like, you know, it's been a lot of back and forth, uh, you know, talking about the market. Yeah, Jen says my kids eat those and NF toxicated says baby food. I am dying right now. This is the funniest thing ever. I love when we have the dynamic of both audio and video uh, going on at the same time. But anyways, okay, so I guess that's that's it on the on the market side. Just one last question, I guess, for you, Ovi. The, the next like number, it's FOMC, right? That's the next. That's the next uh, thing we're waiting yeah. for. Going on in six days or five, five, six, 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 seven. Yeah, let me check. It's twenty something. 
Oh wow! You have, um, oh wow! Seventeen seventy-five, are we? Yeah, you wow. have the FOMC. Oh, seven, wow! Yeah, it just looks uh, like it's about to fucking go, doesn't it? I, I just, I, I'm not gonna lie, chat. Like, right when the show was starting, I, I, I may have like done something. <laughs> I felt so bad about this weekend because I didn't have my shit in Charleston. And I couldn't buy, and I really wanted to buy. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was shoulda, woulda, coulda. And then last time there was a pre-CPI dip. And when you told me it was CPI, I was kind of uncertain. I was kind of scared. And CPI came in good. And I just like, <laughs> we did it. We did it. So, um, yeah, definitely going, uh, definitely going absolutely nuts. Yeah, CPI is March 21st and 22nd. That's what it says. Is it usually a two-day, two-day event? Oh, no, CPI. FOMC is March 22nd, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Is it usually yeah, it's two days. It'll be interesting because they have the interest rate decision. And right now, markets are pricing in like an 80 to 85% probability of the Fed still hiking by 25 bips. But I think that could change. I think they could pause for a month, in my opinion. Maybe that's actually becoming a contrarian view. I thought it wasn't, but it, I think it feels like it is based on probabilities. But I think they could pause. Um, and I think that's the right thing for them to do, given everything that happened. Like... What happened with SVB and, and First Republic, like, this is literally a direct, well, it's because of poor risk management, but it's also direct impact of rising interest rates and, and falling bond prices. And you have to, you know, it begs the question, like, who else out there has this kind of exposure? Um, so I, th I personally think they will pause for a month and buy themselves some time, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh my, that was so freaky. Someone said, who's that behind Farouk? And I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, don't joke with me about this shit. That, I don't like this stuff. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got scared by my own chair. <laughs> don't do this stuff. Don't do this stuff to me. Okay. I don't like it. Anyways. So, okay. That's about it on the, on the macro and, 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 and crypto, uh, things. Uh, I guess we'll be, um, we'll be waiting just quickly. How are the stocks performing today? Uh, banks and whatnot is that like or is, is crypto like fully decoupled from from the rest of the market at the moment uh let's have a look at bank stocks there i didn't even uh didn't even look at that what do you usually look by the way that way i can share my screen excuse me um i just i didn't bank stocks onto google okay. i don't know I, don't, I, I find it really hard to look at charts without a bloomberg terminal these days i mean cnbc um, says Dow looks like, it looks says like they're up. up i'm looking at the ft it looks like u.s bank stocks are up um uh, I don't, by how much I don't know, but um, there's probably like some banking index I can look at. Um, oh, that's good. You're all good. You're all good. Uh, we go. Go. Let me send you this link. You can pull it up if you want. Uh, I'm putting it into your into the WhatsApp group. Sounds good. Wow, this is insane. Like this is absolutely like so everything is happening. up. It's Not by much, but it's up. Not by much, but what's insane to me, and we were talking about it last night at death, like, because we were all talking about our experiences, like how we felt kind of like over the weekend, like, you know how you talked yesterday about how for the first time you broke your own rules on Saturday, right? Um, and even Mando yeah. was saying how it was the first time ever. And I know he's been training with you for what, 10 years? You guys have been training together? I don't know how long, but was, I know you guys have been, you know, rocking together for a while. He was saying it's the first time he ever even saw you break your own rules. Um, and so we talked about it last night and everybody was saying how like, it's actually just insane how we were all just terrified of like, oh, is this it for us? You know, because when USDC has issues, it's scary, right? Yeah. And then yeah. 
is our dry powder is in USDC. So what if your dry powder is not worth anything anymore, right? Exactly. And so it's uh, it's extremely scary. And so um, and now to see this, it's it's really weird emotions. It's like two polar opposites, like from max scared to honestly almost max euphoric again. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I don't love the vol. The vol's not great, but you know things have happened that have will have will push the Fed into action and maybe into different actions had it not been had not happened. It's like it's like Mando was saying, it's so bad, it's good, and in a way, he's right. Like something really bad happened, they had to step in and save it, and now they have to be very cognizant of what they've been doing and how it's impacting the industry. So it is like in a weird way, it is like a, a positive for the market. I don't know. Uh, his threats were good. I know you guys talked about it uh, a little yesterday. Uh, whatever we were doing just now, we, we did pump ETH to 1780. So if we could just keep this going, uh, you know, uh, and bring it back, uh, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> no bears, no bears over here. No bears listening to rug radio. Okay. Only bulls, only bulls allowed to listen to the show. But anyways, 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 that's a, that's enough market talk though. I mean, the market is, uh, you know, the, the, the center of focus right now because NFT, some weeks is NFTs that we have to talk about a lot. Some weeks is, is, is crypto is macro and cryptos, but on the screen here, you can see this, all the, the bank and financial services stocks, uh, that Ovi, uh, just shared this link with me. seems like everything's on the green today, but, um, it hasn't been right. Uh, so it's just little recovery here on that front. So yeah, I guess we'll see what that's it. Right. Ovi, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What next? I mean, oh, Mando's not there today, but we're still gonna play his jingle because we love it. So with that, let's get into our favorite thing. That's NFTs. <laughs> Who is the man, Macro Daddy of the land? Can you dig it? Who's doing it? Me or you? Uh, I don't mind. I can do it. If you want me to? Go for it. As I, how, how, however much I can get you to speak, I'm taking it. <laughs> it looks like today is just you and me, baby. So, <laughs> Why so happy? do you want my? Uh, all right, okay, you have to screen up. Um, so, overall marketplace volumes actually are still tracking a little bit lower than last week. We're at 59 million traded overall in the market, and I think that number was closer to 100 for most of last week. So, marketplace volumes are still lower. Blur has, has a 60% market share, so that's been tracking between 60 and 70%, so it's still maintaining quite a strong majority over OpenSea. I still think people at OpenSea probably should be worried by that. I'm curious to see how they resolve it and how long that can go on for. Um, in terms of activity and floor prices and stuff, um, we saw a good move in Mutants. We saw a good move in Azuki. Both of those are close back close to 15 ETH. Um, apes uh, have been trading or tracking a little bit lower. Um, I believe actually punks have now flipped apes once again. I think the ape floor is at 66, the punk floor is at 67 or something like that. So, um, you know, punks have once again flipped apes. Obviously, you know, that's not encompassing of the total return that you've had between the two things, but um, it's just something I think people like to look at and track. Um, and Bunch of things are still lower, like Moonbird's lower, Doodles is lower, Phonex is lower. I think. I mean, with uh, these pumping, you're not looking at it going. Yeah, exactly. Soon, right? Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, I'd rather be ETH than be in NFTs with more some of it of the NFTs at the I moment. I think that's probably right. I still think ETH outperforms most NFTs here. That's how I feel. Unless you're talking punks. 
But uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking one punk and two Fidenzas and loads of rec guys, then yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Punk specifically, what's in OSF vault? Specifically, yeah, exactly. by the way, I love the red guy you shared on your jam post this morning. I had never seen that one. It's sick. Yeah, so that one is actually um, not minted. So there's actually eleven thousand rec guys, but only eight thousand eight hundred of them minted out. So oh. the ones that I've been posting on my GMs are actually all the ones that haven't been minted. Um, that were like extras from the collection. So um, it doesn't actually exist. On that uh, Gainsy face rec guy yet. Yeah, the gate. I haven't got to it yet, but yeah, the gainsy face right guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's unminted. So share on the screen for the people that are that are watching a video which right guy I'm talking about. Oh, nice. You guys have Cast tomorrow on tomorrow. Sick. Um, yeah. it was um, it was the the right guy I'm talking about that you shared. Well, you've tweeted a lot today. Is it this one? Yeah, it's that this one. one. Yeah, that one had that. Yeah, yeah. it's so oh, that's a good one. It's a that's a diamond. That's a that's a silver fox. It's an ice hoodie. Oh yeah, that one came out nice. That one, that one came out real sweet. I love that. Yeah, that was and, cool. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. You love to see that. Uh, but yeah, okay. So, oh yeah, and then and that's trust you. While we're at it, be careful, everyone. There is someone on on, on Instagram uh, that took the username at Rectmando, and they bought thirty thousand fake followers. And I know they're all fake because they had eighteen k just like a couple weeks ago. Um, they copy pasted his 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 bio. Actually, tagged the wrong wrong radio. Don't tell him that. Uh, and has been acting like Mando on IG. So definitely be careful. And if you got Instagram, take a second to go maybe and report that <laughs> for us. Uh, I don't think Instagram likes NFT MFers anymore. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, so definitely report that. But back to the um, back to NFTs here. Um, Ovi, I'm trying to look at multi- uh, different floors here. Like, let me go look at the floors on Blur. Because are you guys ag- you guys are not aggregating yet, right? The Blur floors on there? Um, not yet. I think we're still waiting for the Blur API to be published. Yeah, there was something about that. I remember. Uh, I remember when you guys were were uh, were sharing that. So if we look over on the Blur, how do you see? Like, does it show you like Blur floors or like top? There you go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just so tiny. It's just hard for. Oh, you guys are right there. Look at that. Uh, but it looks like uh, yeah, mutants. I mean, mutants and the rap punks are sixty-seven. Like the punks are seriously just holding up because when Blur started taking rap punks and like aggregating them, it was around sixty-two. Uh, yeah. So and and crypto has gone from fourteen hundred to seventeen hundred since, and the yeah. punks have have held uh, pretty strong. So that's your stable right there. Honestly, I was saying last night on the show that, or I don't know if it was yet same morning, but. Um, whenever I was panicking on Friday night, I almost stabled instead of like swapping my stables, I almost stabled into punks. <laughs> Obviously into ETH and then into punks. I get that. But like, you know, I almost did that and probably would have been um, the right move uh, as punks look to be at uh, 67.55 now on the punk chat. On the punk, not punk chat, punk floor. Wow. And they're nice punks on the floor too. I saw a yeah, purple hat. Someone listed that, a purple that sell the purple hat. Must have, right? Defiance, Defi- like when when um when OTC uh-huh. tweeted like this shouldn't be on the floor. Defiance just picked it up like one yeah. second later. Um and because uh, it's true, the purple hat punks are not known to be like listed at floor. Uh, this one's I was looking at this one. I I don't really like the mole per se, but this is a very nice punk, and I'm a big fan of the wild hair punks. It's really close to the floor at the moment. Uh, but there's some really clean ones uh, out there. Isn't this? Is I love like- the I love the one with red hair and big shades. Um, yeah, you used to have a big shade red hair, no? I no, I had a big shade purple hat, and then I had red hair and nerd glasses. 
They're both cool. Oh, I see. Yeah, I remember finding your OG punk yesterday, the one with on which I met you, like when we became six, homies. Six, six, six two three. Yeah, the OG, uh, the OG six six two three, the OG OV punk, which was this one. Yeah. Um, and then did you have another one with mutton chops and the earring and the five three? Yes, TC when you were pissed off at Larva Labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that one. That's what the one I'm talking about. The red yeah. hair one. I had, yeah. I had this one before that. So look at the sale history on this one. Which one? The one that you're looking at now. Like scroll down to when I bought it and when I sold it. So OSF, you bought it for how much? For 24 ETH? Yeah. And you sold it for 149. Oh, what a trade. At the top. August <laughs> 21. Yeah. Whoa. That day was probably the top. That's, That's the only time I've ever sold the top on anything. Wow. 149 ETH. On yeah. August, that is a top sell right there. And then that look is at the ETH, nice. Look at the ETH price. That's when that's when ETH was like. Actually, to be fair, in August, ETH was probably still like three k or four k, wasn't it? ETH in August, dude. ETH in August twenty twenty one was still four thousand dollars for sure. Because we, yeah. the Pico top was November twenty twenty one. No, wasn't yeah, that the absolute? October, I think it was October twenty one. Yeah, it was one of those two, which was marked the absolute top of ETH, the forty eight hundred day or forty seven hundred day. Um, you know, and as we're talking, uh, you know, see, we got to keep talking. We got to just keep talking. Just keep talking. We're doing good. Just keep talking. We need to break through that resistance resistance. And then I swear to God, we're going to send. Let's fucking go. I'm so excited. I'm euphoric inside. I'm trying to maintain, uh, while we're hosting the show. <laughs> yes. You love to see it. I, you know, what's fun because even like the atmosphere gets better. The problem is though, NFTs are getting crushed and that's what we're talking about right now. And it's done, not doing so, so well, but I got to say, uh, now that we're on the topic of punks and punks doing so well, and you absolutely love to see it, I got to tell you on video because we didn't talk about it much yesterday. But that punk you got yesterday, Ovi, uh, sorry, the day before, I forgot what day yeah. you got it yesterday. You got it yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, yesterday morning. morning. That punk you got yesterday morning, man, <sighs> that's a punk. Like, yeah, that is, fun. yeah, that is like, that is insane. Did you notice it's actually rare? There's only 900 punks listed, which is pretty rare. Um, there's, there's 991, it's under a thousand punks, um, that are listening for the people asking, this is the crypto punks website. Uh, it's, they've always traded on there actually since the beginning, CryptoPunks.app. uh, used to be Larva, Larva owned and Larva branded, but now it's, uh, but that's where you go. Uh, if you want to look like browse through crypto punks from like by attribute, by traits and whatnot, I'm trying to find the 3d glasses. There you go. I found him, which by the way, you crushed it because you got in at 125, right? 24. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 124.99, so 125, and, and the floor is 145. But to be honest, none of them are as nice as yours until this one, the one at 168, uh, which was actually lowered. Look, it was, it was, it used to be listed higher than this one. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a really nice one. That's, I mean, that's like oh, wow. a, yeah, it was, a very tempting one, isn't it? It was lowered by 11 ETH, I think. Yeah, today it was lowered by 11 ETH. That's interesting. Yeah, motivated seller yeah, right I, there. I wonder if I, I wonder yeah. if I bet that guy if I would have had a chance. Probably not right. 120? I don't know. You never know. You never know. You never know who needs money. That's the thing, right? You never know when they need liquidity, yeah. I mean, the guy who you were buying from definitely did not need any more cash. Right, he had like 700 <laughs> ETH in his wallet. <laughs> 700 parked in a hot wallet or something. Like, yeah. he's parked wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. God knows how much he had in, in his uh, in his regular wallet. I mean, we can go and check out. This is, this is what I like about the chain. You can just go check out, like, what's up with people's wallets. Like, let's go see. Let's go see how let's this guy's Yeah, He's got... <laughs> Nope, he's got point to his balance in there, but he's probably got a bunch probably of got a hard wallet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, seems like he's buying or selling V friends and creature worlds here. 
uh, or selling or pick someone. So I think he's selling him. <laughs> uh, let's see what's good here. Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing. He's he, he's a DJ and he makes moves. He makes moves. You love to see that. But yeah, definitely. I just want to tell you, like, I, I'm a huge, huge fan. Like, huge fan of of the one you got. It's so I want to share on the screen because I know we did it yesterday. But yeah, that's the one. For those wondering, um, that is uh, that's the one. It is so freaking sick. Damn. Did you did you like saying jam in the CryptoPunks chat yesterday? I did. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> Finally in there. We're back Finally. in there. Finally in there. It's fun. Shout out to it's Isaac and Sergito. They've like revamped the whole like vibe. I don't know how to explain that, but you know they've they've really like revamped the whole energy behind CryptoPunks through that. It's like set five six hundred people uh, in there at all times. Uh, so it's pretty cool. You absolutely love to see that. So, anyways, uh, so that's what it is uh, on the crypto on the on on that side. Besides that, in NFTs, honestly, and we'll get to the news with Instagram in a second. There is not much. I mean, Artifact had an announcement yesterday, but that was not um, like it was. Bit, don't get my mean. This is a really cool announcement because you're finally going into um, into the forge. So. Artifact tweeted yesterday, tweet to Clonex Artifact X Nike Air Forces forging event 42423. So on, on the 24th of April, um, everyone who got the shoes, right? And I got I got a lot of those, Ovi, uh, are gonna be able to um are gonna be able to uh to forge uh their Nike shoes, which is pretty cool, right? That's something by the way, uh in the eco that people have been wondering for a long time. Like, when are we gonna be able to do something with our sneakers? Like we got these vials, we got these boxes, we got these shoes. Like, when are we finally going to be able to like forge them and whatnot? So, um, it's uh, if that was an important thing that they finally uh, put out uh, yesterday. So, it seems like there's going to be a forging event. Um, and you have Benito's tweeted, finally, you can forge those crazy artifacts. And it seems like a lot of people are happy. Like, the, the timeline, um, you know. Uh, the timeline is really happy. Someone Schwaz says, so I guess holding these six Murakami drips was a good idea. Uh, and it was, and there was a, quite a lot of sales, um, um, quite a lot of sales on the on the shoe front, on that front. So that's good. Some positive news yeah. um, coming from, and by the way, just for everybody to know, they're actually very, very high quality. I don't know if they're going to be the same material as space drips. I got to ask Benito. Maybe I can ask Zia or Chris on the side, but um the the sneaker um the sneaker quality uh, uh that they uh that they that they put out it's uh is is very 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 high quality like my space drips are fucking crazy uh ov i love them i've posted them before but so that's cool to see uh aside from that honestly not much i mean i know Porsche did like an airdrop for people um the co-pilots airdrop um and that was trading uh yesterday for a little bit here i'm gonna share it for you in a second here so airdrop reveal day time to welcome our porsche pioneers collection co-pilots companion for your virtual 911 on every adventure holding the co-pilot with the same road as your 911 nft might or might be notable <laughs> i love the notable like the hint of checks here check open to find out so it seems oh, those are those are pretty cool. I don't I like it, but yeah. I don't know. I kinda, I love Porsche. I'm a big Porsche fan. So I I wasn't a fan of what happened with the drop. Obviously, we're vocal about it, but I I just love the brand. <laughs> it's like my dream. Yeah. So um, you know, I I'm I'm curious. 
I wonder what what are they, what are they at right now? Do you know what the Porsche NFTs are trading at? That's still quite high because they just didn't sell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, twenty three hundred units. Um, they're actually, I think they're really cool. It just sucks how it unfolded, but like credit goes where it's course do. Like if we're gonna say like they botched their mint and they made a lot of mistakes, I think it's fair to say that admit and like not admit but like acknowledge when you know they're doing something you know someone could hear uh porsche co-pilots here co-pilots let's find a co-pilot here and see them but yeah those are pretty so trading at 0.16 eth right now um and they've revealed uh, and they're all a bunch of different things all right so that's pretty cool seems like there's different type of art going on so i guess we'll see uh oh wow what are what are these guys oh they did them with vex look at that I know oh, the artist. Cool. He's a really cool artist. He has some very cool. Um, he has a lot of really cool physical work. Uh, I've seen his work before, so it's uh, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, anyway, so that's that uh, on that front. Whoa, I got a thousand. Uh, it's kind of thousand um, tabs open now, so I'm definitely lost here. But another news. Um, you know, while Meta, we're going to talk about them in a second, is leaving the space. Uh, Lucky Trader there yesterday reported uh, that the Cookie Monster uh, is hitting the blockchain. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. doing, um, so you know, uh, as uh, as uh, as some people are leaving the space, some people are are, are entering the space. So you got Sesame Street that's uh, entering the space. And in the meantime, also I saw, I also read that on there, and I saw uh, Nifty Portal talk about it. You have Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon, um, they haven't entered the space, but but they did put a job post on link, LinkedIn uh, that where the requirement of the job uh, description um, were deep uh, deep knowledge and understanding of Web three, including blockchain technologies and NFT and or metaverse, and then deeply connected to a network of investors and entrepreneurs in the technology sector as above. So if that's one of you guys, it sounds like they want to hire someone within the space. So, you know, if someone here is very knowledgeable or thinks they are at least and thinks that they can, they want to work for a company like that, looks like there's an announcement there. It's Unlucky Trader. Shout out to Leinster. I know Leinster listens to the show. I see him uh, often uh, interacting with us. I think that's who wrote the article and I see him. Uh, I also uh, know um, that Tyler listens to the show and they have the show before us. Uh, so uh, it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's from the official Pokemon company here. You can apply. Should we apply for the job? Let's do it. Why not? Let's do it. All right. For, uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to apply here and dox everything, but uh, we can apply for the job here. No, I'm serious. Like, look, there's literally a tap. Look, boom. Corporate development principle at the Pokemon International Company International, Bellevue, Washington, United States. Get to know the Pokemon Company International. It explains to you everything. Uh, and it's right there. Look, this is not made up, like deeply connected, like to the metaverse and everything. It's here. Deep knowledge and everything. It's right there. The two paragraphs. I know it's too small to read on the um <laughs> I wonder if submitting DJ and ETH wallet address is a requirement. You know what? It actually should be. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you want to hire someone who claims to be an expert, but they'll have like five rugs in their wallet and haven't had really successful trades or don't actually hold a bunch of things. Like if you don't have a proper vault, you shouldn't be eligible for this for this job in my opinion you know <laughs> oh my god this is fun but anyways uh in other news in other news instagram ah my favorite platform what's going know. on i'm so pissed because it genuinely is 
has always been and will always be my baby, right? Like I used to have in my bio for the longest time on Instagram, married to the gram. Um, and it was always my thing. Uh, you know, Instagram, you know, is kind of like where I, my first dollars, right? My, my, my first bread and butter, like really put food on my, my table for a, mo- for a long time. Uh, not Instagram directly, mind you, I had to work for it, but, um, you know, and I was really happy personally. I even made posts about it. I was extremely excited um, when I saw the announcements and actually I found out through my Instagram account when I opened it and it popped up saying that I can now share my digital collectibles. And I had a call with, with them in December of 2021 as well. It was right before the rug radio launched. I remember talking to him, uh, to the Instagram people and they show up a lot to the events. I mean, you've probably met him too, right? Like, they, uh... no, well, they would come, they were there at the NFT now art Basel event. They wouldn't do their own events. They came to our gallery yeah, yeah, yeah. when I had the um, when I rented out the Super Chief Gallery for three days to expose to exhibit uh, work from Rug Radio holders. Um, he was there, the head of Instagram um, NFTs. He came to check it out, and so they were like, from perspective of someone that's a founder behind the scenes that gets to speak to a lot of these companies, they seem to be very like invested, like uh, with the, like uh, from a time perspective and energy perspective. I've had the meetings. I've had all of this. Look, they did a Rafik Anadol drop. We talked about it. He came on the show to talk about it. Uh, Eric Rubens came to talk about his drop with Instagram on our show. Um, Drift did a drop with them. Vinny Hager, uh, Jen Stark. So the list of artists they had is sick, right? So I guess the 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 it wasn't criticism that the the um, you know we were saying like. We love the fact that they collaborated. The narrative was we really like the fact that they collaborated with creators within that are truly Web3 native, like that are our people, right? And and now, and even someone's asking in the chat, thoughts on the value of Drifter Shoots and Vinny Hager IG NFTs now. I'll get to that in a second. It's a very good question. Um, but, you know, it's um, it's very unfortunate. Like, Dregat was asking me last night. He said, Farouk, you know, the your favorite platform, rugging the thing. You know, Diana Sinclair as well. Yeah, Golding, Diana Sinclair as well. Like, um, you know, I think it's really disappointing. And I really want to echo, um, this is what Dev, Dave Krugman was saying, of course. I think everybody here is familiar with Dave. One of the most successful, I think, you know, photographers in the space, extremely successful artists, you know, founder of, you know, founder, uh, um, founder of, you know, All Ships and create an incredible community. Uh, you know, especially with regards to photography and they do a lot of cool stuff and they're very involved. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of them were part of this. I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if they even spoke to Instagram themselves. But um, he was sharing his disappointment uh, on the timeline and I'm going to find it for y'all in a second here. Um, Here, so the tweet yesterday, the announcement came from Steve Stefan Castriel, who was the leading commerce and fintech as Meta, previously CEO of Upwork, early PayPal, and co-founder of a few tech companies. So the guy knows what he's talking about, right? You could you could admit, you could imagine that this guy is not a no bozo. Legit, yeah. Some product news across the company. We're looking closely at what we prioritize to increase our focus. We're winding down digital collectible NFTs for now to focus on other ways to support creators, people, and businesses. First, a big thank you to the partners who join us on this journey and who are, I've never seen someone who wrote who are, because it kind of reads like whore, not going to lie. Um, have you ever seen who, H, W, H, O, W, H, who are, who are, can't you just say who are? I don't know. You know what I mean? He did a, what's you're, you're not saying it in a great way. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. I mean, you're calling your creators whores. Uh, <laughs> we're doing great. 
work in a dynamic space, proud of the relationships we built, and look forward to supporting the many NFT creators who continue to use Instagram and Facebook to amplify their work. But how? Like, if anything, the way that, I don't know. This is a thread. It, I'm not going to lie. Even this thread reads as like, hey, like, we're shutting it down. Like, we don't really get what we're doing. Like, I don't know. What's your read on this? I just, I just think it shows once again a lack of understanding of what this is supposed to be by a Web two company. That's my take on it. Like they tried yeah. something, they didn't see the numbers come in. They're like, okay, scrap it. Let's move on to something new. That wasn't. They didn't try and come in like foster a community. Like you know, they didn't even try. I guess they had, they, I guess they had some kind of like artist promotion, which I think was good. But um, yeah, they just didn't really like. You're right, they just didn't try. And I don't think they spent enough time probably understanding what it should be about. And I think that's where they fell over. That's why they didn't get any success and they just shut it down, which is a weird thing to do. Because it should be a platform where there's huge opportunity given how visual the platform is. So, I Let me be clear. That's what it says. Okay, I'm reading the tweet. Creating opportunities for creators and businesses to connect with their fans and monetize remains a priority. Okay. They've been, I've been using Instagram like since 2014. I fully monetized it. And for those who don't know, like I've built a platform over 15 million followers across multiple IPs on Instagram, um, similar to how you see us building Rug Radio with multiple creators and platforms. And I monetized it through building a business around it where Instagram didn't have any part in this. It was me building, like building a business around it to make money because it's not like you can get rewarded as a creator there, which led me to be super bullish on what we're building in Rock Radio because there is generally no way for these massive companies, like multi hundreds of billion dollar companies to actually activate Web3 technology, blockchain technology quick like this because there's too much going on. Even the American government, you can see, is trying to hammer down crypto. These are publicly traded companies, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe there's some pressure from that part, Ovi, that we're not seeing. Like, I don't know. Like, it seems like a lot of these companies, like, they're publicly traded. Yeah, it's a very weird one. And maybe they're like, maybe they're finding it too expensive to put resources into it and yeah. they're struggling. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you know what? We're just not going to chase it. I don't know. But yeah, it's kind of all the memes about like how Facebook changed its name to Meta and now they're going to change it back because they can get the NFTs working. Bro, you call yourself <laughs> Meta and you're winding down your metaverse and the Web3 NFT collect digital collectible shit. Look at Capitalist. Yeah so funny uh, look at my trending tweets on the side capo twenty thousand tweets um and so but they're saying that they're focusing on monetization through reels and whatnot that's fine that's great but i would just want everyone to know like no matter how much they're going to roll out monetizing this is not an anti-meta thing i'm a huge fan of instagram i continue to be and we are putting a lot of resources and efforts in growing our own instagram at, at rogue radio um and by the way follow it rogue radio official uh but I don't ever plan on making money on Instagram through Instagram. Cause even if you monetize it, it's capped at $1,200 a month and it's pennies on the dollar. You'll be able to buy like, like three coffees a month tops right. from the money you're going to make you like directly. Okay. So I wasn't ever planning on that. Um, but I just find it interesting, uh, to see them doing this. I, I want to find David, uh, sorry, Dave Krugman's uh, tweet here. So here's a tweet from Dave, um, which I liked. He says such a short sighted move. Inclusion of digital collectibles is so much potential to help create, to help, creators engage their communities and counterbalance the pitfalls of attention based on the ad based of attention based advertising economies you guys quit before you even started a <laughs> so true a real shame 
and undoing a lot of really smart work by great people there. Yeah. Um, and he says, and winding down for now is just wild. The trust earned over the past year is now squandered, pushing artists even further away. Yeah, he's, he's dead right. He's dead right. And I think my favorite tweet, though, goes to Danny Seed Phrase. He said, don't worry, Instagram will be back next cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the best tweet of the day. He said, Instagram will be back next hype cycle. <laughs> I'm going to retweet that. That's um, kind of funny. He said Instagram will be back. It did not get the the the, the, the love it deserved. Uh, Instagram will be back next cycle. <laughs> next cycle, um, guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, you know, they brought up the boys brought up last time on the show what you brought up, and they said, um, they said, um, they said, what about the resources allocated to doing this? Look, I don't know how much Meta, Facebook, Instagram makes. I, I'm sure it's public. I know they do their earnings and everything publicly. But you'd figure that there is more upside into actually building this out and losing money and burning money and building that than killing it and then coming back to it and then looking like complete doofus. Like I feel like killing a product and pu- pushing it back out is more of a bad look than you know than Ken's pushing a product, making a whole dude. They were they even sponsored. What am I saying? They were fully sponsoring the NFT Now event that we also sponsored. They had their own Instagram like little thingy over there. I just I think it's a sign that they probably are trying to cut more costs, and this is one of the things that they're deciding to just cut, like like. When you're in a situation where you have money to spend, you keep rolling the dice and this kind of stuff, right? So they must be cutting costs. They must just not be doing well. But someone That's just... I think Claudio Santos in the chat hit the nail on the head. He said, Facebook faced big, a bigger problem in terms of strategy. They were too bold, rebranding and burning money. Oh, gosh, yeah. I think, you know what? And he said after, he said, Google and Amazon are more low profile. And that's actually a very good assessment of it. Like, it's funny yeah. to me how, like, you saw Amazon came in slowly. They just made their announcement again to NFTs. Yeah. And we'll see what happens next. And it makes a lot of sense to have digital product, physical products tied into the digital on chain and NFTs on there. That makes a lot of sense. They went for the full fucking rebrand. What did Zuck say he was planning on losing 10 billion? Was, didn't he say he was okay with losing like 10 billion dollars? Something was, like that, yeah. I'm very confused about them backtracking now that I really think about it. I didn't have time. I was trying to sleep on it last night because TJ asked me late night on the show. So I didn't really have time to make my... You know, make up my mind. I'm kind of making it up on the stage as we go, but it's just really weird. I mean, The Verge put it pretty well. <laughs> Meta is moving on from from more crypto projects, even though NFTs, digital collectibles, were once pitched as part of its metaverse future. It's true. They literally pitched it as the future of the metaverse. And all it was, for what it's worth, is you were able to like have a feed of your digital collectibles. It's not yeah. like you were doing- Wow. It's, it just must have been too costly. Like, And you're right. It's kind of like NFT projects that, that go out there and do things in public and like, oh, we're going to change the world. It's kind of like what Facebook did and then all eyes were on them, whereas Amazon and Google can be a bit more chilled and lay low and not have to have this like, you know, scrutinization that Meta has just purely just because they changed their name from Facebook to Meta. Like, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's I just find the whole thing I just find the whole thing um you know very I mean yeah, it's Brian here. By the way, you've got a nice rock radio PFP. I'm going to make sure I follow you right now. Uh if you have a faces, make sure you tag me please. Like I I I'm I'm lack I'm slacking. I'm slacking. I'm lagging behind on following y'all. Um he said Udi had a great take, a good take that that this that makes sense yesterday, and it's true. He said this may be a move because they cannot get around it being an Apple app sale, um, subject to having to pay Apple thirty percent. A very possible scenario. And one thing that I know for a fact that is true is the reason why Drift and Rafik and some other um, um, another reason why they couldn't sell NFTs for more than nine. $999 Ovi is because there was a limit because of the app store that you can't exceed a thousand dollar sale. Right. So wow. the, it's true that, and again, at least a bigger problem now, Apple in the app store that is like constantly making statements or changes uh, to their uh, TOS um, that is just anti NFTs and web three. So that is, that is true. That is one of the possible scenarios. And it makes a lot of sense, but I guess it's just disappointing. Uh, but at the end of the day, are we surprised? I don't. Uh, I don't think we're surprised um, when it comes. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's surprising to see uh, to see Meta wind down. If anything, Ovi, it makes me even more bullish on us. I, I, I mean, I did texted you that after that after this, but um, I. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Neff, I followed you too, Mr. Neff. Shine, Mr. Neff. Thank you for reminding me. There you go. Faces follow faces, everyone. Make sure you follow each other too. Uh, but you know, it's, um, it's part of a bigger issue with this. But one, one thing I've learned is when we started Rug Radio, right? Obviously, like, we don't aspire to be a social platform, but we do aspire to build a media ecosystem. And everyone's saying, well, when CNNs and the Foxes with bigger projects are going to come, they're going to trample you. We've seen CNN literally backtrack, by the way. Remember the letter of CNN respectfully saying that they're rugging their project? So that happened. And then, you know, now you have Instagram as a platform backtracking and the whole meta uh, a company backtracking on, on, on the crypto and NFTs slash digital collectibles thing. This makes me more bullish on the people that are actually building things in here. It makes me bullish on us. It makes me bullish on what Stani's building with Lens. I haven't really dabbled into it too much yet, but I'm a fan of him and what he's doing. And I know that people are really in, in, including um, uh, liking Lens. Another platform I haven't personally tried, but that people around me are having fun with is Farcaster. Um, so it makes me super bullish for the future of what is being built native to this space specifically you know it's pretty exciting were you approached for to do some wrecked guy stuff by ig at all mm, i don't think so no unless i missed a dm or an email which is could be very likely so huh yeah it could be definitely very likely uh knowing uh knowing us <laughs> oh my god i'm trying to see um i'm trying to see what's uh what else is good here but it seems like that's quite a good roundup. Um, ETH is still is ETH is still trying to run. It's still trying to run. We love to see it. Keep an eye on ETH. We don't have to mention ETH uh, here and there. And you're right, Hefner. Hefner, right? We have 54 people on the live. It should be 54 likes uh, on on the thing on the YouTube stream. So make sure make sure you show us some love uh, out there. But I think that's about it. Someone's talking about McDonald's being quietly too. Um, 
Oh my god, it's so funny. So, NF talks gets in McDonald's building quietly too. The wreck guy of fast food. Metaverse ice cream machine always broken. <laughs> oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Uh, and on that note, I'm trying to see what else is going on in FT space to make sure we don't miss anything. But I'm pretty sure uh, that uh, I'm pretty sure that is about it uh, on that part. So I guess we could we could get to the to the next part. And and, and Buster's gonna Buster's gonna join us shortly. I know he had to. Um, uh, okay, perfect. He's coming on shortly on the on the on the Twitter space. Um, he won't be coming on coming on the spaces, but uh, we are. Uh, just uh, I guess I guess we're, we're gonna run into that. I'm gonna go to that and share on the screen for people listening live. But we will be uh, partnering Rug Radio with SoRare. Super 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 excited about that. Uh, for anyone who's uh, subscribed to our um, to our um, to our email uh, list, make sure you go to rug.fm forward slash newsletter because we're about to do quite some giveaways in there of different tickets to basketball games, to like EPL games, Premier League games and whatnot starting next week. And also uh, we're going to start our own Rug Radio League uh, within SoRare. That literally the league will launch next week. So we'll be talking about it uh, next Tuesday. And so what's cool is that if you've been listening to the show every uh, on a regular basis, every Tuesday uh, we're going to have a special segment uh, about SoRare uh, on Rug Radio on the Jam Web 3 show. It's going to be super fun, but it's going to be a little different. So every week, uh, so Ovi signed up and he's going to be playing the game. And then Buster, who you're all about to meet shortly, uh, is already playing the basketball game. And so we're going to be sharing our gameplay and making it super fun uh, with everybody um, that's part of our community. And we're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways together. We're going to be playing the game together. We're going to be running our own league. And if you win, and we're going to have a bunch of gifts for the top uh, players every week and whatnot. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so week to week. So I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited to announce that. We're going to properly and formally announce it later today uh, through all our channels. But it's really exciting thing because um, – we managed to, you know, to get uh, to find the right partner. You know, as you know, Rug Radio is a media ecosystem, uh, and uh, we have multiple IPs and multiple shows within uh, our ecosystem. And uh, this pertains to the morning show, of course, with OSF, my and myself. Pertains to the night show that we've got going on with uh, with Sobi, who has been playing for a while and himself aping into it <laughs> quite a lot. Before that, a lot of people know that Sobi said some all time. <laughs> Sobi's so funny. He bought a Giannis card back then, for like forty Gs, I think, and he's been playing the game a lot uh so that's what'll be fun on the night show and uh and most importantly uh with our new creator buster share who's going to be coming uh shortly uh on the show to talk about uh what he's going to be doing because we are opening a whole sports vertical uh on rug radio through so rare so it's really fun uh if you've listened to me talk um about my vision of rug radio and how i'm trying where i'm trying to take it i've always said that there's two things i'm trying to do one is Horiz- uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to horizontally just like build across different um, different different countries, different regions, different languages. So what we've successfully done is we've opened Rug Radio China. This has over ten thousand members now, and we do about five to ten thousand live live streamers every show uh, on Binance Live in Mandarin, and we have quite a community there and a lot of shows in Southeast Asia. We have opened also, we have shows in different languages like Spanish and we have a lot of shows. We have shows also like, for example, in Africa, like Africa Unplugged and whatnot. That's one thing I've always wanted to do. We've got more languages and more people coming in. Stay tuned. But another thing is I wanted to always have shows in different verticals and different things. So, you know, we talk a lot about being an eco chamber in the space. We talk a lot about, you know, how there's only shows right now in the space about like Web3 and NFTs. Well, guess what? As a media brand, 
I don't think everybody only wants to talk about Web3. And a lot of companies don't even care for it. Clearly, as you've seen, Meta uh, backtrack completely from it. And if we want to truly claim that we're aspiring to onboard the masses into NFTs, crypto, Web3, if we want to truly claim that we're trying to build as a brand outside of this eco chamber as well, um, well, uh, it's time for us to different open, uh, open different verticals. And so one of the ones that I really want to do is sports, gaming, fashion, and potentially, that's for fun, uh, Ovi. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but I want to have a cooking show on Rug Radio. So I'm yeah, trying to sure, that's a great yeah. idea. Why not? It's a like, great idea. Do you see? You know how I always send you golf. I mean, I think I send you golf videos every day on Instagram. Yeah. But you know, like I also I have a thing for food videos. These food videos have gotten so good, chopping it up, like people like cooking crazy shit within 15 second reel. Uh, so. Sports is one of the most important verticals, in my opinion. It's something Mando and I have been talking about for months together uh, when Mando joined Rogue Video as an advisor and told me I really need to start looking into sports even more. And so I immediately got to work and thought about, well, how do we do so? And how we decided to do so is to find the right partner. Uh, and to me, the biggest partner uh, in the space when it comes to sports is Soare. Soare, I don't know if you're aware. What is the stats of Soare? Hold on. Let me, let me pull up Crypto Slime because it's actually insane. Uh, the statistics that they pull um, when it comes to uh, if you go to all time here, let me show you some stats on crypto slime here on the screen. Uh, sign me up for cooking. I love that. So rare. If you look at their brand here, right. The th has done over $569 million in sale, 6.7 million transactions, 162,000 buyers on the platform. And if I'm not mistaken, when they ran and we talked about, actually we talked, we covered this on the show. When they ran um, the, the the FIFA World Cup um, game, there was half a million people that participated in the game. And the reason why is because when we talk, you know how we laugh a lot about the Reddit and digital collectibles, Ovi? They don't use necessarily like crypto, NFTs and whatnot in their marketing. And they use digital collectibles. But every single pe person that is playing fantasy sports on their a platform, whether it's the Premier League that you're going to be playing. And actually, it's funny. I don't know if you saw the WhatsApp group, but Mendo says he wants to play too. Uh, yeah. And I know Harry on our team has been playing uh, for a while now. He loves fantasy football. So between um, so the, the Premier League and the people that are playing, I think they got MLB and, and the NBA. Uh, I know Nick and Pio, for example, they're partnering with them on the, on the NBA level. And we'll be talking NBA with with uh, with Buster in a second here. But the people that are um, they're playing, that they don't, they're not aware. That didn't necessarily NFTs, but they're digital collectibles. And what's cool is that, you know, either they hold their value or the value goes up or down, whatever. But it's cool that people actually get to own the assets that they play with. So if you're not familiar with SoRare, it's really, really impre uh, impressive brand. I would advise uh, going back to the show we hosted. Let me find it for you uh, with Nicola Julia, who is the founder of SoRare. Uh, actually, super impressive Uh uh, founder, and I'm going to find it to you. We didn't have a show with him. He came in as a special guest way back then, um, you know, uh, to come and talk to us. Oh, there's Bust. Let me bring him up uh, to talk to us about this. But let me find it. There it is. So if you go back to um, if you go back to our show, it was in July 2022. Yeah, uh, we had Nicola Julia, uh, who's the founder of Sorare um, and CEO, who come who came and talked to us about the platform but what they're building and everything. And I remember us being extremely impressed. And if I'm not mistaken, you know how like Yuga Labs has like the biggest seed round ever in, in the US, Ovi? I'm yeah. pretty sure Storeware is the biggest round ever, the biggest raise ever um, in- um, Yeah, well, I, it was some crazy number, right? I can't remember what, what exactly what it was. It's but... 600 million uh, here. Storeware raises $680 million for its fantasy sports NFT game. Yeah. Fuck me, dude. 
that is that is insane. Wow. Yeah, it says wow. French startup Soare has announced that it has raised a significant funding round. So, uh, SoftBank's Vision Fund 2 has led 680 million Series B round, which values the company at $4.3 billion. Soare has built a fantasy football soccer platform based on NFTs or non-fungible tokens. And it says each digital card is registered as a unique token on the Ethereum blockchain. Players can buy and sell cards from other players. Transactions are all recorded on Ethereum blockchain. So to me, um, there was absolutely, it was absolutely a no-brainer. Uh, to partner with them for us as Rug Radio. And I wanted to show people how we could open, um, you know, our media into different verticals and also cater to a different uh, audience, right? So now uh, through this partnership, we can cater to their hundreds of thousands of users and partner with SoRare on different levels, whether it's IRL or URL, and be able to work with them on so many different things. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Ovi, I heard that you're pretty good at fantasy football. I'm not like amazing, but I'm decent. Um... I had a good season, like two seasons, like a really good season, like two where seasons. Where did you play? What, what did you used to play? F, just at the official FPL website. Oh, there wasn't, so... There's an official one in the UK, yeah, like by the Premier League. Um, mm. But I've been, I mean, I've been playing it like every year for over a decade now, like most people here do. No way. Yeah. That's pretty sick. I didn't know you were playing, you've been playing like fantasy uh, football for that long. Uh, but that's what Mando was telling me. Mando was like, yeah, Ovi's probably going to like this because he's good at this shit. <laughs> so, so I find it really cool. If you want to find out more about Sora, of course, Sora, S-O-R-A-R-E.com. They've already partnered with a bunch of people in the space. So you've probably heard about them plenty. And obviously, I don't want to rehash what everybody else is saying. But we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make it a little different uh, when it comes to Rug Radio. And we're going to make it super fun. And so next week, um, you're going to see a whole league, like a Rug Radio league open up. And we're going to make this fucking sick. We're going to do giveaways of like tickets for EPL games. Uh, so like geographically, of course, targeted yeah, uh, giveaways for NBA games and everything and a bunch of stuff. And it's pretty cool. And uh, and you're going to see uh, a bunch of a bunch of cool stuff coming from us. So every Tuesday, quick little segment um, on this show. And then uh, I believe Wednesdays or I forgot Mondays on, on the night show where we do stuff. And, 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 and last but not least, still part of the SOAR announcement. Super, 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 super proud and excited to announce that I've brought in one of my really good friends, someone I've known for, I think, 10 years now, and one of the biggest creators when it comes to physical collectibles in the game, Buster Share into Rug Radio to partner with us uh, with Sorer and to be at the forefront of the sports vertical when it comes to Rug Radio and everything we're trying to build. Buster, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me, dude. Thank you uh, for 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 coming. Uh, I know it's short notice. <laughs> I was like, Buster, do you want to come quickly on the show tomorrow and talk about what we're going to do together? Uh, but it's uh, but I'm, I'm super excited to 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 work with you on that. I mean, Buster, um, why don't you give us a little TLDR of like who you are and and you know what you've been up to? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, on the media side, I started a sports media company called Hoops Nation, reaches a couple hundred million people a month across TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and a few other platforms. And then on the broadcasting side, I've been doing broadcasting. I've do done a bunch of stuff with the NBA. Uh, I've done a bunch of stuff with this show called The Crew League, where rappers and their entourages play basketball against each other. That's pretty fun. I've hosted four seasons of that. Had 
Uh, Jack Harlow is a co-host. Diddy is an executive producer. Chris <laughs> Brown won a couple seasons. That's been fun. And then on the collecting side, I'm a little bit of a madman. I collect everything from Abraham Lincoln and George Washington documents from their presidency, the physical documents all signed, yeah. to you know the hand-painted art from the first season of SpongeBob to NFTs. Um, so I'm I'm all over the place, but I believe in all forms of collectibles. And you know, as long as there is good community, good history, they are significant and push the ball forwards or are a museum quality asset. I'm all about it. So that's why, you know, especially when you started Rug Radio for Oak, I was all on board. And it's been really cool to see how it's developed into a, a, a real multifaceted business. And, you know, so rare, similarly pushing the ball forward on the collectibles front, you know, mm-hmm. traditionally in 1952, if you had a, a baseball card of a bad player, there was no chance that that bad baseball card would get you the Mickey Mantle card. But now that can actually happen through that player, you know, playing well in their respective sport uh, and winning some of these weekly leagues and getting better and better cards that now sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I think that's absolutely revolutionary for collectibles and cards. And that's why this was a no brainer. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Ovi, you, you, you would love, uh, Buster's collecting collection. Yeah. Uh, I saw you smile when you said he was uh, collecting president stuff, but like it's actually wild. Like in so, I've known Buster for about ten years now. Um, similar to what I was doing, but more in the luxury niche on Instagram, he was building like a basketball empire, and that's one of the pages he's got that I'm sharing on the on the YouTube stream with nine hundred eighty five thousand followers on 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 Instagram. I'm pretty sure Hoops Nation has what five million on TikTok. Like yeah, that. I think Five, close six, close six to six, something like that. Yeah, six million followers. Six million fo- so I, I saw this MF for build that from zero. I was on a call with him when he literally made the TikTok account during COVID. Um, and so that's so funny. I yeah. didn't even know that. Yeah, I was literally like, but it was I was literally talking to you when you said, "Hey, I'm gonna try this TikTok shit," and then we both like got on and decided to try this TikTok thing, which became obviously more than a thing for you uh, because you've literally built quite a successful business out of it. And so basically. I was building more in the luxury niche and then Buster went was full on in sports and that's how we met through a mutual friend. And so I had millions of followers, like I was saying earlier on Instagram through that. And he was doing similarly millions of followers through basketball, but Buster was already working with the NBA, like officially and a bunch of other people for like advertisement and whatnot. And he was one of the first people to like do those things. Like, you know how you see those clips on like sports center or like, um, and, um, and, uh, and like, you know, ESPN, Sports Center, you see like all these like little clips and whatnot. Like Buster's been doing those things for a minute. But then this MFR got super crazy into like, like Pokemon. And so early 2020, when the pandemic hit, he got me addicted to Pokemon cards and whatnot. And so I collected even I got like a Trey Young PSA 10 card, part of my collectibles back here. And I have a 1990 Jordan card as well that I got through ripping a pack that that Buster actually gifted me um, from the 1990s, which is pretty cool. And so he got me all into like the card stuff and whatnot. And then fun fact, Buster and I host, I hosted my first ever clubhouse room with Buster in December, 2021. My first one, uh, December 2020. And I found out what an NFT was on a Buster clubhouse room, which then got me to quit everything I was doing and to go all in. So some could say that Buster is one of the reasons I'm here. <laughs> that, that's pretty funny. No, you're, you're the reason that you're here. But, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's funny in retrospect because 
you know, I'm generally, and we talked about this. So Farouk was on the first uh, Rug Radio Buster Show So Rare partnership episode. And in the episode, we talked about how, you know, you're naturally more willing to like experiment with new uh, Mm -hmm. categories than I am. I'm generally very skeptical and I want to see how things play out before I get into something because my, you know, standpoint as somebody who collects things that I believe are truly history is I need to see them become history before I believe in it. Like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, you know, have been established as, you know, significant humans for over a hundred years. Whereas, you know, some new categories I'm very hesitant of, or even new athletes I'm hesitant of. I want to see it play out. Like LeBron is good, but is the guy who just got drafted two years ago? I don't know. I want to see it play out. And that was my standpoint and still is to a certain extent, other than from a business perspective on, on the NFT front. And, but in these last two years, it's been, it's been really fun for, you know, Farouk and others to help evolve people like myself and and those opinions. Uh, And now my standpoint is, you know, that it's really all about, it's a totally different category. I mean, it's communities that can exist in physical collectibles, uh, you know, for the most part, and real businesses being built on top of it and uh, intellectual property being created from the ground up. It's a totally different world and such a fun, important new class to collectibles. It's it's really changed the game. Yeah, of course. Um, And so I I think like I, I, and I, I, I totally agree with you. And I think it's it's pretty crazy, like the whole like whatever, you know, everything happened after that one time that we were on Clubhouse talking about NFTs and how everything blew up. So it's been, it's pretty cool to see that like you've been building, you've, you had like uh, a moment where you were like doing the mic drops on the space as well. So I thought that was really, really, really cool. Um, and now to see that, you know, you're you're like full, fully like into it and going to be having your own show. So do you want to maybe talk um, talk more about like the Buster show and, you know, uh, how you know what you'll be hosting with within like rock radio and with Sawyer and whatnot because the first episode I'm sharing for the 44 people that are watching on YouTube live uh, the Buster Show you can find on Apple Podcasts you know Spotify and whatnot it's called the Buster Show 4.9 star rating with 407 ratings like, yeah, that's pretty cool that's not too shabby we're trying to get to that ourselves uh, with the Jam Web Three Show Buster and the last last episode which was our first episode to launch like the official partnership with Sawyer and then of yourself with Rock Radio it's called the Rise of Rug Radio with Farouk, and then we talked about so rare, but we also talked about a bunch of um, you know, uh, we're gonna come and talk about uh, you, you know, we talked about a bunch of stuff together. But do you want to talk more about your podcast, where people can find it, how often you post it, and what you were gonna be you're gonna be covering on a weekly basis? Sure. Yeah, the Buster Show has been around for four years now, and it's basically been my way to have undivided uh, attention that hopefully benefits others with people that I think are super interesting. Right. So I've had, you know, everybody from, uh, you know, NBA legends like Jerry West, Tracy McGrady, you know, even did something recently with uh, Tom Brady and I'll I'll be with him again later this week. Uh, Have had, you know, marine biologists have had uh, athletes before they've, become what they have like had Mac McClung on two years ago you know and he won the dunk contest this year I've had lots of different I mean, artists you had Tom Brady uh, on like a few weeks ago <laughs> yeah that's a fun one um, yeah just I, yeah yeah that's a fun one the guy's like brushing it off like yeah 
Um, yeah, I mean, the dream, the dream is to have, you know, as like a presidential collector, the dream is to have presidents on. B.O. Yeah, that would be big. Would you have 44 on if you if he came to you? If Donald Trump <laughs> came on and said, I want to talk about my Trump collectibles on the Buster Show. You know, you have- <laughs> o- only if I had uh, Obama on first. <laughs> I'll just say that. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not opposed to to uh, inviting people on from all sides, but I think uh, you know Obama's. He's been at the top of my list since I started it. But uh, you know the yeah, the show is really just interviewing people that I think are doing really cool stuff. That paleontologists, like people uncovering you know uh, T Rex fossils, like while they're doing yeah, all sorts of things. But this partnership is primarily around sports. But yeah. there will be some entrepreneurs. Uh, it's a weekly. It'll be weekly episodes. Uh, the podcast is normally one to two to three, maybe times a week in a really good week. Mm-hmm. Um, but guaranteed to get some interesting people that you probably don't know too much about. So the Buster Show podcast, Spotify, Apple, uh, and we'll be sharing clips on on Twitter and everywhere else. So. Yeah, I saw I saw you already posted a bunch. For everybody curious, definitely follow uh, Buster Share. B-U-S-T-E-R-S-C-H-E-R on Twitter, but also, I mean, your main channel's obviously always been Instagram, so it's just Buster, B-U-S-T-E-R on Instagram. And you're going to see a lot more uh, of us together. Uh, there's a few clips I know you did of the interview with it together. We're going to rehash that and post it a lot. Uh, some of us are known. Just quick thing, uh, Buster. We at GMWeb3 have a five-star rating. That's better than 4.9. But we only yeah, have twenty nine. But we only have twenty nine ratings. Okay, you have four hundred and seven. So I'm gonna ask, uh, you know, our, our 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 listeners. I mean, we get like hundreds of listeners every day. Just run it up, fam. Run it up. <laughs> sounds like sounds like I've got a. There's a couple of lurking haters out there. Four point nine. It's like the Uber rating. My Uber rating keeps going down. Damn, my drivers are haters. Not gonna lie. Um. <laughs> oh my god one one other thing I, I'd, I'd like to say Tell as well me. and I think it, it might be valuable just for people to know since the Buster Show is now partnered on this weekly episode is all my episodes are garnered to be evergreen you know so every piece of content that I basically oh do the goal is you know always for it to be as good 10-20 years from now and that's why like uh, even our episode was titled The Rise of Rug Radio because that is evergreen that is forever mm-hmm. as you keep building it that's going to be a place that people go back to. And, you know, unlike if we were to be talking about, you know, whether the Knicks won last week or not, that's irrelevant in mm. two weeks, let alone 10 years. So that, that's something I always prioritize. And I think that falls in line so much with collectibles as well as the best collectibles are the ones that are historically significant, AKA evergreen to me. I love that. What is the craziest, most absurd collectible you bought? Cause the SpongeBob shit you showed me last week is crazy. But like, what is like the most? Yeah. Cra- uh, next week, I'll send you a link ahead for video or, or one of the weeks. You got to come up and show people your collect. Ovi, you would like die. Like he has the sickest collectibles ever. But like, what yeah, is I'll- the craziest, most absurd collectible you've ever bought? <laughs> uh, I'm happy to show stuff here that I've never posted about. Ooh, um, you know, uh, th- yeah, there's a lot of like the SpongeBob stuff. I haven't really posted my collection at all. I probably will in like five or six months, but not yet. Um, but. Yeah, the craziest thing, I mean, George Washington acknowledging that he was in debt. Uh, when he was in his mid-20s, he bought more land than he could afford, so he had to sell a bond to cover his debt. And there are only two known receipts of this. The other one's in the Smithsonian. So what? that's uh, yeah, that's a fun one. 
Oh my god, that is so crazy. And you did a killing with Pokemon. This guy was collecting like first edition Pokemons like crazy. I was ripping packs. <laughs> I was wasting my cash for straight. Yeah, away. bro. I was telling you, I think you gotta just buy first edition. Bro was ripping boxes like dude, a bad dude. Man. I was I was ripping boxes. I love you. Uh, but. No, that was so much fun, though. And honestly, you were you were doing it at, at early enough of a time to where, you know, it was it was still good. Yeah. And you pulled some good stuff too. I got it like twenty seven Charizards, but they're still at the fucking card shop. So I haven't seen them since COVID. Uh, COVID ended, and my cards are still there. But anyways, like uh, you'll be coming weekly, so we'll be every week. I think you, if you could show some fun collectibles as we speak about our our, our Sora lineup. So every week for everybody, so so you know, Buster has a Sora lineup for basketball. Ovi has this uh, Sora lineup for the EPL. And I, I, mean, I guess Mando wants to play too now. So this is going to be super fun. I just found out. So that'll be super sick. I'm going to watch you guys play because I suck at all this fantasy stuff. And I'll just be doing the hosting shit. But you guys have fun with that. But anyways, so that'll be fun. So super excited for everyone. On the Rug Radio side, even if you're not part of Rug Radio, rug.fm forward slash newsletter is where you're going to be able to, to sign up and get um, more all the news, all the giveaways when we're doing, the, the, the PR and everything's going out later. I can't wait to announce that, and I'm super happy uh, that Buster's joined us. So thank you, Buster. Excited to see you know uh, everything you're going to bring both to Rug Radio uh, and to also to, to our partner, Sora, when it comes to, to, to the sports um, you know, content that we're trying to push out across all platform, by the way, everyone. So it's on YouTube for everybody on YouTube, rug video on YouTube, check us out. Everything. I'm really happy. Everything's rolling like from our Instagram to our Twitter, to our YouTube, to our newsletter. I think we're in a good place. So make sure you follow across. Um, if you want to stay up to date as much as possible and you, you know, we've gotten pretty good with the comms on that front. So definitely check it out. Anyways, 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 it is noon on the dot. And with that, with that, with that, that puts an end on this incredible show powered by fair.xyz. Make sure you check out their tools, collections, conditions to buy. I just actually minted a project yesterday. It was Kai Dita uh, and it was uh, it was Miguel Faust did a free airdrop, free claim for his uh, holders. And it was on fair, by the way, OV. And so I got to use nice. the conditions to buy because the, there was conditions like you had to own this thing and like a couple conditions. And so I got right. my fees. So I got to use fair again just for that. And again, it is outside of them being our sponsors, it's just smooth. So Game Recognizes Game. I like a good product, you know, and I really fuck with them. So I really like what they're doing. And of course, a big kudos to, to, to Sora is going to be powering uh, a weekly segment on our show and across different IPs of Rock Radio that we'll find out more. Anyways, with that, Buster, wish you a great day. Oh, he's already gone. I know he had to go hit him last minute. <laughs> Golden, appreciate you. Golden is going to put the show across all platforms and write a thread as usual. And Ovi, uh, I will see you tomorrow at the same time, same place. Hell yeah, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Jam Web 3 Unrug Radio. Let's go. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day, good morning to Web 3. With Baroco, Seth, Fernando, tune in live at 10.30. And it's all on Rug Radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Oh. Rug Radio. Yes. Great job. Great show. And the broadcast and the spaces.